I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the week of April 26th to May 2nd. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. I nailed it! <laughs> All right, leading off with the Dumpster Fire for President. Ugh. It is a dumpster fire. The fallout from Tara Reid's allegations are still following the Biden campaign. I hate so many things about this story. I hate the hypocrisy from the left-wing media like CNN and MSNBC and all of these CNN commentators trying to gaslight us and act like these allegations that were lo- lodged at Kavanaugh, they took them just as seriously as they're taking the ones from Biden and they're saying, you know, suddenly everyone's like, well, we can hear the women and let them have allegations, but we still need to respect due process. I have complete respect for the whole Me Too movement. I have four daughters and one son. And uh, there's a lot of excitement around the idea that women will be heard and be listened to. There is also due process. Yeah, no shit. That's what, like, all of conservative media was saying during the Kavanaugh hearings. They were all saying this. Uh You're basically saying what Ben Shapiro was saying. When it comes to standing up for due process, the answer is that we actually have to stand up for it, even in cases where it makes us uncomfortable. Throughout the Christine Blasey Ford thing, I I keep saying over and over and over, I'm not calling her a liar. I'm not mocking her. I don't know if she's lying. I don't know if she's telling the truth. I don't know if she's misremembering. I don't know any of that stuff. All I know is that due process requires such and such to happen. If if this means the Believe All Women kind of collapses, good. Because that was just an unsustainable and impossible standard to uphold from the get-go. You need to have due process. I just wish all the standards would be applied consistently. And I think most people do. Because then when you see the inconsistent bias, the bias that the media has for Biden, then suddenly you stop trusting the media and it becomes a partisan issue once again. I am so proud. The happiest day for me this week was to support Joe Biden for president of the United States. His nickname is literally Creepy Joe. <laughs> right. We deserve better than this. I know. It shouldn't be like, oh, he's the least rapey of the two candidates. I know. So I'm going to vote for him because he's he only got five allegations as opposed to 15. Fewer accusers. So somehow that makes him That's better. what it's come oh. down to in America. I was saying this week that I feel as a sexual assault survivor, like a tiger in Tiger King. When you make sexual assault a partisan issue, it becomes about winning and then the victims lose. There's so much cognitive dissonance because you're seeing a lot of the believe all women women are now saying, I believe Biden. And then in order to bridge that cognitive dissonance, you have statements like, oh, well, Trump is Hitler. And when you paint your opponent as literally Hitler, yeah, you're going to do and overlook whatever you can to get that person out of office, no matter what principles or morals you have to give up along the way. This is kind of what evangelicals did when they were voting for Trump in order to bridge that cognitive dissonance between Trump's history with women. And they just said it's for the greater good. It's for the judges. It's for, you know, you don't question the vessel that brings you your relief. It's the ends justify the means. Right in order to bridge those two incongruent principles that you're trying to hold. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so 
nauseating. I've always said if you can't apply your principles to people that you disagree with, your principles are garbage. Mm -hmm. And it's all about winning. It's just all, and maybe it's always been about winning. And maybe I'm just naive to think that it was never always about winning. And that's where the nihilism kicks in. And then I'm like, burn it all down. Right. And we laugh about it so we don't cry. Yeah. Which is actually how we come to our BDE award this week. Speaking of burning it all down, Rose McGowan. Rose has remarkably maintained her consistency through all of this. She's always called out both sides. She posted a threat, a long essay she wrote in her draft on Twitter, and she was just saying she was feeling sad and disillusioned by the Democrats, and I know that feeling well. It's painful to realize that the Democratic Party really doesn't give a shit about women beyond using them as political tools. Mm -hmm. Great! That's pretty much how I viewed the Republican Party. So now we can all get behind in unity on not giving a shit about sexual assault survivors. Congratulations. Both parties finally have something they can agree on. Yay. Good work, everyone. We can all go home now. Congratulations, Rose McGowan. You deserve the BDE Award. You, She's taken a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of shit. And Rose has stood her ground. And she's called out all the frauds. Because I think she's a lie. Good for you, Rose. You're a personal hero of mine in this department. Next, we have a special guest joining us in our undisclosed location on Dumpster Fire this week. Alex Jones, welcome to Dumpster Fire. Thanks for coming. Tell us a little something about yourself. I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. That seems a bit extreme. I'm not letting my kids die. Um, hmm. I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff. This is all just hypothetical, right, Alex? You don't really have a plan to (laughs) eat your neighbors, right? I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. Sam, why don't, uh, why don't you take the next question? How about we switch gears a little bit, Alex? If you had a superpower, what would it be? My superpower is being honest. I'll eat your ass. Well, I, I think that's about all the time I we've will. got here. You think I like sizing up my neighbor, how I'm going to haul him up by a chain and chop his ass up? I'll do it. Okay. I will hang your ass up and God, cut you God. into okay. cutlets like a filet mignon and grill your ass. Some conspiracy theories I can get behind. <laughs> Leading us to a new category. Conspiracy theories we can get behind. <laughs> Sam and I went down the rabbit hole last night about Alex Jones. Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. You mean Agent Bill Hicks, <laughs> Sam. Bill Hicks is a comedian, and the whole conspiracy theory is that Bill Hicks faked his death sometime in the 90s, and then he came back as Alex Jones, the conservative right-wing pundit. Bill Hicks was recruited by the CIA to become the controlled opposition of the mainstream media. It's like a conspiracy theory within a conspiracy theory. So the New Order can control what the what the opposition looks like. Bill Hicks assumed the identity of Alex Jones as he was continuously fed approved intelligence by his CIA and so they have this wackadoodle character, Alex Jones, and he's the controlled opposition to the New Order, but they feed him the truth and these half-truths 
so that it can seem like there's somebody who's on to them, but it's all controlled. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and they look, they look very, very similar. I mean, Sam and I were watching that video that we were, it was a 30 minute video that analyzed their teeth structure, and dental <laughs> records, and mole moles. removals. We have red arrows pointing to the two top central incisors. Bill Hicks had many moles, but the most defined mole that he had was below his jaw on the left side of his neck. It's just funny how quickly you're like, I can see it. <laughs> I, I believe in this theory, yes. Yeah. He's totally Bill Hicks. Totally proven it. <laughs> Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control again. Or I could admire someone who's a better comic than I am. Look at my furrows of worry. I mean, do all failed comedians turn into whack job pundits broadcasting from undisclosed locations <laughs> all over America? And then we've also got the Pentagon officially releases UFO videos. The Pentagon's been trying to warn us for over a year. The aliens are coming. If 2020 ends in an alien invasion, I will not be surprised at all. I feel like we're getting warned. And everyone's so distracted. They're like, ah, whatever. They're already maxed out on all the things that are conspiracies that have come true in our time. They can't handle anymore. The truth is out there. And apparently, it's all true. <laughs> I am a female Alex Jones. <laughs> I like to think of myself as like the female Alex Jones. <laughs> Alexandra Jones. Uh oh, Maggie's giving me that face. She goes oh, by Zandria. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Zandria. Zandria Jones. <laughs> All right, proof we're living in a simulation. A strip club in Oregon is operating as a drive through takeaway service. They're getting food? Yeah, apparently it's also drive-through takeout. I've been to a lot of strip clubs in my life, and I never understood the weirdos who ate food there. I'm not trying to kink shame anybody, but that shit seems gross. <laughs> you order your food at the beginning, you drive through the tent, and inside the tent there are four go-go dancers. It does seem like a very strange episode of Portlandia. <laughs> We're handing out free rolls of toilet paper to like the first 50 or 60 cars. It would have been an awesome episode of Portlandia. And they do look like kind of a shitty Blade Runner. Like if you were going to do a B-movie version of Blade Runner. <laughs> right? That's true. Like a low-budget Blade Runner movie where it's just like, it's so high-fi and sexy and they make the future look all crazy and the women are all digitized and this is just like... A bunch of ladies in gas masks in a like drive through with a couple of poles. I mean, there yeah, are it's poles like a on, in the gas drive station through. or it's something. Very strange. Yeah, we're living in a simulation. Uh -huh. It's a dystopian sci fi simulation, apparently, the one we're running this week. But next week, it could very well be zombies yeah. and, or alien invasion. Yeah, or alien invasion. Mm hmm. I was thinking yesterday because everybody's predicting these things on Twitter. And what if Twitter is like the choose your own adventure? Oh, no. <laughs> and for the simulation. For the simulation, we don't realize it. We're just idiots. 
And everyone's like, oh, Trump will be our president, I guess. And then Trump is, is elected president. And we're like, oh, what's next? Some some murderous hornets? And then murderous hornets show up and nobody's realizing that we're running the simulation. And if we just shut up, it would stop. This is us, another conspiracy theory I can get behind. <laughs> everyone's like, make it stop, make it stop. It's like, just stop tweeting and it will. Tweet nice things. Yeah. We should be like, I wish there was world peace. (laughs) All right. Moving on to Parade of Morons. Protesters all over America. Yes. There's a lot of unrest. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many mixed feelings about everything going on in the world. And there's no place for nuance because... You can't say, well, I feel a little bit like this, but I also can see it from this side because you'll just get destroyed by the tribes. But I do understand people being frustrated and feeling unrest and feeling locked up and feeling like there are these petty tyrants taking too much power in certain situations. I'm all for free speech. I'm all for the right to assemble. I'm all for the right to bear arms. And then I see these protests like the ones at Michigan and I suddenly am like, ah, maybe it was a mistake. <laughs> Bill Gates has suggested microchipping every American. Maybe we have too much freedom. No, I'm just kidding. How did they come up with this number of six feet? Maybe this is what Europe knows that we don't. That since they're like 2,000 years in the future. <laughs> That's why they have more restrictions. They're like, ah, oh, there's adorable little teens over in America with their rebellious spirit in their new country. It does feel a little bit like the last act of America mm-hmm. when you see all the images. I didn't know you could bring guns into a capital. Who knew? There does seem like there should be some kind of rules around this. <laughs> <laughs> It says a lot about these protesters and the protests that nobody has got hurt mm-hmm. and that nothing's happened. But I, I just get scared because it really only takes like one freaking lunatic. Mm-hmm. I don't like seeing all of the guys in full tactical gear. Why do you? Okay. Why do you need to wear the full tactical gear? It's like LARPing <laughs> for the Civil War or something. Uh-huh. The like Civil War part two. It's funny too. It's like all these people are marching and they're all talking about how they're broke and unemployed. And I'm like, yeah, you have 200 AR-15s in your basement. Maybe stop spending all your money on guns and ammo, you lunatics. You wonder why you're broke. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the the moment the LARPers have dreamed of, the moment they overthrow their tyrannical government. Speaking of tyrannical governments. (laughs) (laughs) California's on the verge of anarchy because they closed our beaches. First you came for our bars, and we were like, okay. And then they came for our hair and nail salons and our Botox, and we were like, meh, we're not really okay with this, but we tolerated it because we were all stuck at home anyway. And then you came for our beaches. And if it's war you want, Governor Newsom, it's war you shall get. (laughs) The only reason we put up with all these high taxes and the exorbitant cost of living and the traffic and the fires, and the mudslides, and the earthquakes, and the homelessness, and the drug use, as well as the Erewhon's popping up everywhere, 
is so that we can go to the beach. And if you take that away, we will storm the beaches of Huntington and we will liberate them from the oppression of Governor Newsom. Who's with me? (laughs) You will take our lives, but you will never take our beaches. (laughs) Someone get me a don't tread on me flag immediately. (laughs) I'd like to take this moment to acknowledge (laughs) that we have come a little bit farther from calling everyone morons to leading the parade of morons. <laughs> I'll be leading a parade of morons any week now. And here with a rational and reasoned rebuttal against the argument for opening the beaches is Florida lawyer Daniel Olfelder. Daniel? Yeah, I'm here today to try to make a point that we need to, I think it's premature that we open our beaches. You guys, our sponsor this week, Ho to Go. Hodago is great if you were going out and having booty calls, which you're probably not anymore. It's a nice little pack that you can take with you on the fly, and I suggest bringing it to your next protest so that when you're doing the walk of shame, you can change out of your American flag dress and change into leggings and a white t-shirt and hide all of your regalia so that you don't get arrested. Maybe they'll find someone nice at the protest to hook up with, and then they'll really need their Hodago kit. So if you want to get 15% off your order, just go to ho, H-O, two, number two, go, G-O, dot co, C-O, and get 15% off your whole order if you use the code DUMPSTERFIRE, which this episode certainly is. <laughs> and now in Canceled. Uncanceled. He will rise from the ashes of a month of disappearance. Kim Jong-un is not dead. He is apparently opening fertilizer plants, and he's fine with a slight limp. There was a rumor that he was with his 2,000-woman pleasure squad of sex slaves, and maybe that's why he has a limp. (laughs) I would think so. Let's talk about what's next in the dumpster. Speaking of millions of people blindly following uh, their dear leader, let's talk about this weird phenomenon of 1.7 million people join a Facebook group where they all pretend that they're members of an ant colony. Yeah. Sam? I'm not in it. Don't look at me. (laughs) I find this ant farming thing deeply disturbing. I feel like it's made by China and it's psychologically prepping people to accept communism. Yeah, to submit. Yeah. Bite, lift. <laughs> it has t-shirts. They're selling t-shirts that say bite, lift, and work. Uh-huh. Very common. pretty common. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Submitting to communist principles without yeah. even realizing it. People are losing it. We need to get out of quarantine before America succumbs to the psychological communistic attitudes that are being driven into their brain by the ant game they're playing on Facebook. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> We are in a fucking simulation. Oh, my God. How is this real? <laughs> oh, what'd you do today? I, I just spent some time on Facebook in this uh, new group I'm in. Oh, what's the group? It's uh, it's where we all pretend we're in an ant colony. My colony spent three hours moving a leaf back to the <laughs> ant mound. And they only can say, the qu- like, the queen has to be in all caps. It's like there are very strict rules about 
what you can talk about later. Is there a queen like <laughs> personality on uh, in the game? Kim, Kim Jong Un. Now I need. <laughs> That's where he was. Now I need to do some research. <laughs> he was Kim setting Jong-un. up. <laughs> he was ant colony. <laughs> he was setting up the ant colony, <laughs> running his virtual ant colony for a month. <laughs> Lift, bite, work. See how I control all these Americans. They're all at my mercy. And he's dressed like a queen. <laughs> With his 2,000 sex slaves. Okay, moving on. Touch my bells and bells. (laughs) Hey, Bridget, where can we get a really cool mug? You can get it on BridgetFetacy.com. You can get Verified Nobody. Capitalism always wins, unless you're me. I'm on the losing end of capitalism (laughs) winning. (laughs) Someone's winning, and it's not me. (laughs) Okay, Murder Hornets is is a thing now. Yeah. As if 2020 didn't have enough shim-sham, flim-flam craziness, they introduced murder hornets into the plot. They're murderous hornets from Asia, of course, and (laughs) (laughs) apparently they're here to kill all the bees. Oh, awesome. The bees are dying in droves by themselves. Yeah, we don't need the murder hornets. By the way, what are we in the fucking Hunger Games now, literally? Didn't they have the... Tracker jackers? Yeah. Tracker jackers are genetically engineered wasps whose venom causes searing pain, powerful hallucinations, and in extreme cases, death. 2020 is just like, what more? I guarantee someone was on Twitter and they said, murder hornets. And then it appeared in the simulation because somebody randomly deep down in the mentions said it would be funny if there were suddenly murder hornets. I know that you might find it hard to believe out there, but locking people up <laughs> is not great for them psychologically. And you guys are like, well, Brittany burned down her gym. So <laughs> that's what's really important. I Brittany, our hero, burned down her gym. Brittany who? Britney Spears. There's there no is no other, other Britney. Britney. Sam. Britney, bitch. There's only one Britney in my life. Leave it's Britney, bitch. Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. Leave Britney alone. Yeah, she burned down her gym. Hi, guys. I'm in my gym right now. I haven't been in here for like six months because I burnt my gym down, unfortunately. She yeah. was very nonchalant about it. I know. Well, I liked how she didn't say anything about it until her gym was entirely rebuilt. She was like standing in her brand new rebuilt gym. She's like, hey, guys, and then- um, it's the first time I've been in my gym in like six months because <laughs> like I burned it down with my candles. I lit two candles and well, the rest is history. <laughs> um, I had two candles and yeah, one thing led to another and I burned it down. Like, okay. I feel like she was trying to escape her, you know, conservatorship or whatever it is. There are always people protesting outside her house like, free Britney. What do we want? When do we want it? No one knows how to handle quarantine like Britney Spears. Let me tell you, we should all be looking at her as our guide to quarantine because she's been on lockdown like her whole life. Britney, we love you. If you're You're watching this, we love you. And in Breaking Bridget. Elon Musk. My nemesis. Rich people have no resilience. Elon, if you're listening and you visited us from one of those UFOs that everyone's ignoring. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that's how Grimes talks to him? Yes. Elon Musk had a small meltdown last week. 
on Twitter.com. And it went from him talking about how the Tesla stock was overvalued, which then it tanked. And I'm pretty sure he can't say those things. I think it goes against the agreement he has with the SEC after his last time he got, you know, he smoked weed with Joe Rogan. It cost people all this money. <laughs> he just had a series of tweets. Rage, rage against the dying of the light of consciousness. My gosh. Give people putting back lines of the Star Spangled Banner. But you can't take that freedom. And then someone below said, settle down, Braveheart. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he did just watch Braveheart and start tweeting. But then he was like, gave up his house or something. Then he started giving away all his possessions. Oh, big fucking deal. So you're going to rent like the rest of us, Elon? (laughs) I'm not expecting that you're going to go live in a yurt somewhere in the wilderness. (laughs) Rich people have no resilience. They get locked down. And they go insane. I really think that rich people thought there would be like a first class admirals club quarantine for them where they got to experience this. Like they're still experiencing it better than anyone, but they I don't think they thought the rules would necessarily apply to them, too. And they're not handling it well. Mm-hmm. Ice-T was funny on Twitter. He's like, don't even try and tell white people to follow the rules. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. There's so many people online. They're like, oh, they should have followed the rules. They should have followed the rules. And the minute that the rules come to them, they're like, this is oppression. Shouldn't he be making, like, widgets and flying cars? Yeah. Where's my goddamn hoverboard, Elon Musk? Elon, get back to work. We need a hoverboards. <laughs> I love how you have to look up. Dolphins look up. <laughs> oh, you, it's actually <laughs> you actually thought this through. <laughs> dolphins look up. You actually had a reason. You were actually impersonating a dolphin. <laughs> look. When I commit She's to that, I really try to commit to it. Some commitment. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Elon Musk is just mad that he can't have his sex parties anymore. And I know that he had sex parties because Moby told me once when I was at a meditation on a Sunday at his house. It was L.A. line ever. Moby smells like vegan cheese. <laughs> <laughs> And Bridget was never invited back to his house. <laughs> he didn't I like wonder why. <laughs> Probably because I had the meat sweats when I was there. <laughs> Finally, we'll <laughs> leave you with some more Internet is Glorious clips. So you're telling me all I got to do is not go to work and watch TV all day? All the toilet paper was gone. But like, what are we supposed to do about money? So now they say masks do work. May? I was reading something that this might last till 3025. I think it's man-made. There are bones of Christian murderers gone. There are giant death factories keeping babies alive. Selling their body parts. I would have put the chili down, honestly. If they could have let me in to have a porn with them. I love chili, but it's not, the mo- it's not more important than family porn. <laughs> Fantasy news. This week on Walk-Ins Welcome, we had Dave Rubin. 
again for the second time in the podcast history. He came through to talk about his new book, Don't Burn This Book. Check out his book. Check out the podcast. Subscribe. Leave reviews. All the things. The May Spectator issue is on the stands and in your inboxes or mailboxes, actually, if you ordered it. And I had a column, which is an internal monologue of a day in quarantine in which I ask, should I order pizza or kill myself? And I think we all know the answer is pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Touch my bells and buttons, like, subscribe, tell your friends. The most important thing you can do is tell your friends. The second most important thing you can do is subscribe to Phetasy.com. It's a great community. We also have the fully but mostly unedited version Maggie's China, behind the paywall where you can see just how bananas and hilarious and weird this is with no editing. Go to BridgetFetacy.com to get your merch. You can get shirts, mugs, tote bags. Thank you, subscribers. We love you. Thank you, Fetacy.com subscribers. Thank you to Sam. You're welcome. Sammy Flaps and Folds. Thank you to Maggie, Cousin Maggie, also known as China. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) thank you to Better Fantasy for research thank you to all of you for your suggestions thank you Zen Pro Audio for this mic (laughs) it makes the dolphin sounds so good email us at weeklydumpsterfire at gmail.com if you have some suggestions or anything you just want to say hey what's up this has been your dumpster fire for the week of April 26th to May 2nd. I'm Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich. <laughs> I'm speaking to our alien overlords. <laughs>